Welcome to the Caring Advisor Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I'm Elizabeth Brickman, the Caring Advisor. Would you like to experience financial happiness? As a former finance professional credentialed in biblical finance, I want to help you close the gaps, heal the hurts, and put God at the center of your finances. On today's episode, I am thrilled to welcome to the studio my friend, Stacy Joe Coffeethorn. Welcome, Stacy. Thank you so much, Elizabeth. I am so glad to be here and so honored that you've offered me the opportunity to Aww. come on and, and be part of this with you. Um, you know, when we met, I'm just, you know, it was just kind of an instant connection. And I'm so grateful for you and all that you are doing. And the whole financial thing is, I can't wait for your book to come out. Let's oh, just say that. Thank <laughs> you. You know, uh, Stacy, Joe, and I met when uh, they, I was invited to the to speak at the Association of Christian Businesswomen, of which she is the president. And it was about 60 miles from home. But when I walked into that room, I knew I was with my people. I was, that was my tribe. I just loved that group. I mean, it made me almost want to move up there to just get to to be in the company of other Christians who love God first and who also want to fulfill a dream for their life that may be his dream for their life. They don't want to waste the preciousness of their life. They want to pursue a dream, a goal, a business, a pursuit. That's a big deal. But there's another relationship you and I have, aside from being sisters in Christ, um, and that is... You are the godmother to my <laughs> pet orchid, Ophelia. Aww. You uh, presented me after I spoke with the gift of Ophelia, the most beautiful orchid I have ever seen. And I did a whole podcast about that, um, really about that giving a gift is a wonderful opening to all kinds of financial advantage. And most people don't realize that the Bible talks about giving gifts, but that is the gift that keeps on giving. And I thank you again. She keeps me company in my library as I write every day. And it was so much fun today. I did that little Facebook post and put her on camera. So, so Ophelia sends kisses. <laughs> oh, and I send kisses back to Ophelia. And I'm so glad that, uh, that you're taking such good care of her. And I had no doubt she needed to be in your care because in my care, she would have died. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's actually, don't let her know this. She's the first houseplant I haven't accidentally killed. So okay. I'm just, I'm just so attentive to her every oh, need. And I love even that. reading up. But you know, um, we love Ophelia, but sometimes we don't feel that we are loved by others. And uh, Stacy, Joe, have you ever felt in business uh, rejected? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Um, often, you know, yeah. when you send a proposal to a client and they come back and they say, "Oh, you know what? Well, we're looking around and we're not going to go with your proposal right now. Maybe later." You know, mm. sometimes we get the maybe later, but sometimes we get the we're not we're not going to use your service. And, and that's okay. And as a business owner, which so many of our audience it 
are business owners, business strivers, career-oriented, I want you to tell what your what your conclusions are at this point in your walk with God about what rejection really means. Mm. So I heard a quote. I was at a global leadership sum- leadership summit, and there was a quote by one of the keynote speakers who I've come to really adore, and that's Jamie Kerm Lena Lima. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. and she made the comment that rejection is God's protection. And then she went on to say, he hides our value from those who are not part of our destiny. And that was so powerful for me because in business, we face rejection. And the first thing that I go to in my mind is that, where am I not good enough? How did I fail? You know, why, why are they rejecting me? And if we can just replace that, change a shift in mindset to the fact that rejection is God's protection and He's hiding our value from those people who are not part of our destiny. And it was, it was just such a powerful statement, and it will stick with me forever. That's, um, that's really life-changing. Yeah. I was on, uh, you and I are on the same prayer call. Every yeah. Friday, we pray for 30 minutes yeah. in the morning. Uh, it's a beautiful group. Uh, I highly recommend the Association of Christian Business Women to every woman in our audience. And um, so during that call, you shared that, and it was almost as though the air changed. Everything just stopped in that moment. Time slowed in that moment as I think we all digested the magnitude of those words. How many of us personally, not even in business, with uh, people who are dating or people who are um, just in any kind of relationship, and what happens is if someone doesn't receive us, we think our world is over, we think we're damaged goods, we think that um, you know the enemy really does play tricks on our mind. And sometimes we have to work alongside someone who doesn't get us. Yeah. It could be a supervisor, it could be a colleague, and there's a sense of, wait a minute, I'm good at my job. I'm good-hearted. What, what what's the problem? Yeah. Why what, you know, why me? Right. And um but he hides your value from those who are not assigned to your destiny, if I'm getting your quote right, and that sometimes rejection is God's protection. I, I told a story when I spoke at the Association of Christian Businesswomen about a, uh, an enterprise I had, a business, that every element about it should have worked. It was, everything about it was right, and, but it, it just wasn't happening and I finally sold it for almost no money just to get out and three weeks later the contract I had waited for came in and made the brand new owner about a quarter of a million dollar profit and I had to learn that that profit was not intended for me and the Lord led me into a totally different direction a totally different field which was financial planning And that was what he wanted for my life. And even after I retired and sold the business, this is what he wants for my life, for me to help others in that area. 
And um, so sometimes rejection seems just so unfair, but it really, if we'll just relax and let the Lord be in charge of what happens next, what's the worst What's the worst one that happened to you? Or what's a funny story you can tell about an experience that God redeemed that seemed like rejection and then later turned out to be for good? Oh, my goodness. I have so many. But the one that is sticking out probably in my head right now the most is that I, you know, before I started ACBW, I was part of different networking groups. Mm-hmm. And none of them really were for me. So mm-hmm. I, I likened it to going into the grocery store, having this perfect recipe mm-hmm. and going into the grocery store and buying, you know, finding everything you need except mm-hmm. for that one main ingredient. Mm-hmm. And for me, that main ingredient was Jesus Christ. Oh, yes. And so I felt like when I would go into these networking events, and there, don't get me wrong, there's great networking events out there yeah. that, that aren't Christ-centered. Mm-hmm. But when I would go in, I would feel alone. I mm-hmm. felt like I was rejected. You know, I would be the one standing in the corner because I wasn't the one to go up and start talking to people and interrupting their, their conversations. Oh, and so... Many of us can relate to that. Yeah. And so a lot of them that I went to were not, you know, were not Christ-centered. Mm-hmm. And God spoke to me and said, you're going to start this. And I said, no, I'm not. This mm-hmm. is not This is not for me. I'll help. I'll be more than happy to help someone, but this is not where I'm supposed to be. And I kicked and screamed for about a year. And I rejected the Lord's God. I rejected wow. His guidance. I rejected His path. And finally, as he started bringing businesswomen into my path, mm-hmm. it was like he finally got my attention. <laughs> and But I rejected him because I had been rejected. I felt rejected. Oh. So when I finally said submitted and I laid it down and I said, fine, I'll do this. And I started asking mm-hmm. women if they were interested in this. And they started saying, yeah. I mean, he turned it around and just he used it for good. Our first meeting, we had over 50 women there. Oh my goodness. Yeah. That's, and it was, it was powerful. It was powerful. It was anointed and it was his plan. And I can tell you, I only met you through that, but I just, I just, it just seemed so natural and just so excellent. You're just, you're a beautiful person and I am so thrilled to know you. And likewise, a, likewise, a, Elizabeth. You are a busy person, you own a company. You're a financial concierge. Now, we all know what a financial planner is, an investment advisor, but Stacy Joe, would you tell our listeners, what's a financial concierge? Oh, well, a, it's a financial concierge is, we are daily money managers. So we're part of the American Association of Daily Money Managers, otherwise known as ADAM, A-A-D-M-M. And we don't do the finance or we don't do the um, investments. We help with their day-to-day finances. So we will pay their bills for them. 
We will take oversight over their credit cards. We'll help them with insurance claims sometimes. It is, it's concierge because it's really white glove and customized to the individual. There's not one client that we have that is cookie cutter. Right. So somebody who would like to have their own private assistant Mm -hmm. to to do all that dreary stuff like paying the bills, writing the checks and uh, navigating the 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 little annoying stuff. You've got a team that does that. Yeah. What and the name of your company is it's Freedom Support Solutions. Okay. And the Lord gave me that gave me that name. And, oh. uh, yeah, it was, I remember getting on to 95 and heading North one day and I'm like, God, what name do you have? You know what? I'm struggling. I'm writing down all these different things. And he, mm-hmm. and he just said, freedom support solutions. Oh, that's wonderful. We provide freedom, we provide support and we provide solutions. Oh, perfect. Yeah. And you're based in West Palm beach, but you have clients from a lot of areas because nobody you needs do. to be in yeah. person now, which is good. You know, one of the ways that we can really walk with the Lord more fully is if our finances are in order. Mm -hmm. He is not a God of disorder, but of peace. And if finances become such a hindrance, either eating up all our time or we're just messing up in the way we do things, I mean, the enemy loves when we get sidetracked due to finances. But what the Lord wants is for us to have order, not love money, not Mm -hmm. hate money either. Use money to be provided for because it's all his and then to glorify him. Absolutely. And you'll hear people say, oh, money's the root of all evil. No, mm-hmm. money itself is not the root of all evil. That's the right. Lord blesses us. Yes. It's the love of money mm-hmm. that is the root of all evil. Mm-hmm. And it is selfishness that is the root. But when we are giving, like you said in the beginning about giving, mm-hmm. when we are giving, oh my gosh, what he can do with what we give. You know, it's funny. I've been in business all my life. My last company I had for 25 years. But I never had that great a desire to earn really big until I had a desire to give in a really big way. And once that fire of wanting to give into God's kingdom caught, which happened for me not until probably the late 1990s, when that really caught, and I had been in business many years prior, then all of a sudden I became what the world would call ambitious in that I wanted my business to be bigger. I wanted it to earn more because I wanted to give it. I wanted to help (laughs) build the kingdom. I wanted to be God's boots on the ground and I wanted to be well-used boots, stinky boots. I didn't want to be just earning enough to help provide for my family and then just barely enough. No, I wanted more because I wanted to give him more. And that's that's where money can become thrilling because he owns it all. And if we can learn how to think about and use money, then maybe he'll entrust us to have and work with more for him. Yeah. 
I, I so totally can relate to that, Elizabeth, because mm-hmm. I've always been a giver, but I've become more of a giver probably in the last 10 years. And mm. when I started my business in 2019, mm-hmm. um, you know, it that's what why I did it, because I wanted mm-hmm. to be able to give more. And I actually have written a check, one of my business checks, yeah. and it's for a six-figure donation. And I will give that to somebody someday. I will give that to somebody. I wrote it to, it said, I wrote it ahead of time. And I said to a nonprofit, I don't know what nonprofit it will be. God hasn't told me that yet. But at some point in my life, I will give this, I won't give the amount, but I am going to give the six figure donation to someone. And I think we have to proclaim it. We have to declare it. We have to say we are going to. We are going to be generous. We are going to be givers. We are going to, you know, assist in this community. We are going to assist other people and give of our ourselves and our finances because that's what we're called to do. Well, I believe that that check will be written. That check will be cashed. I am sure of it. I am so excited. That's the most exciting statement I have heard on generosity in a long time. I don't think we could top that. So (laughs) I'm going to close with that. Um, If any of you would like to know Stacey Jo Coffey Thorne more, either because you want to have a financial concierge or you'd like to join the Association of Christian Businesswomen, we will have some links below that you can follow up on. But it is a joy to have you. It is a joy to know you. And um, God bless you. Thank you, Elizabeth. It is a joy to know you, and I feel so blessed to have been a part of this today. And I just want to thank you again. Give my love to Ophelia. <laughs> Give her some, uh, you know, a, a drop of extra water for me and some <laughs> words of love. And um, and I just thank you. You are such a blessing. Oh, you are too. Thanks, Stacey. Thank jo. you. Bye for now. Let's continue our conversation. Subscribe and be notified when the next episode airs. And if this has helped you find financial happiness, please share it. Let's close the gaps, heal the hurts, and put God at the center of our finances. Come visit me at elizabethbrickman.com, where subscribers receive additional content. And thanks to my co-producer and audio engineer, Tyler Harrison. Tyler Harrison.